1: what are you doing for valentine's day colleen needs some ideas once she gets finished washing her hair her and her husband are gonna paint the town but they need ideas 651-641-1071 good afternoon it is two o'clock and you are listening to the colleen and bradley show it's about four minutes after actually colleen why are we asking listeners to weigh in honestly
0: i was just thinking about this today i was thinking do people do i don't know what normal people do around valentine's day do people still make a big deal out of that do you go out do you buy each other gifts do you just do a card do you remember on your way home from work that it's actually a hallmark holiday and then stop and grab a rose from the gas station and whatever cards are left Six five one six four one one zero seven one. people do it all differently and i'm not here to judge i'm just curious how do people celebrate valentine's day that's all what do you do bradley <laughs>
1: I mean, you know what we do every year. It's the same. You
0: know what to eat?
1: Yeah. I mean, ah. literally, that's all we do is go to uh, to dinner. That's what we do.
0: Well, and I actually, part of the reason why I'm asking also is because I always forget about I'm usually the person who on the way home is like, oh, crap, it's Valentine's Day. And my husband has like bought me flowers and done something else really nice. And I'm like, oh, but this year I finally planned ahead. What did you do? I bought him a gift.
1: What? Oh, you bought a gift. What did you buy? Okay I gotta, I don't think he's listening. He's I'll just listening. tell you no If you so, are listening Matt turn it, turn down yeah. your phone. So radio
0: I my best friend like a year ago I can't must have been for my birthday or something bought me a onesie from a play, from an online retailer called me and it is the most comfortable piece of clothing I own and uh, I, so I got my husband
1: one so you got him some underwear so
0: no it's a onesie it's a full-blown so
1: like pajamas
0: no it's more like house clothing just like the kind of thing you put on your body when like you're not a union going suit
1: or whatever they call it yeah, like a onesie yeah
0: a zipper and a drop crotch it's the most comfortable thing
1: so now you guys can just pal around in your like onesies attached? yeah oh my god that's adorable are you doing dinner Probably we haven't planned it yet. Okay, here's the the problem. Good luck to you. I know we're
0: screwed, right? Because
1: we tried to do this a month ago, and you forget that, A, very few places that you are probably going to want to go offer reservations. And if they do, they're probably already full up. And even if they're not, remember, a lot of restaurants do like a special prefix menu. right? And I don't know if you know this. We are not you those don't like people. To be I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't. We love it. Oh.
0: We do. We I love need it.
1: choices, man.
0: I know. 651 641 1071. What do you do for Valentine's Day? Let's go to the phones. Michelle is on the line. Hi, Michelle. Hello. What do you guys do for Valentine's Day, Michelle? So, actually, I refuse to do anything on the day of Valentine's Day. Okay, why is that? Because I think it's a sham holiday, my opinion, but I don't like it. I think it's just an obligation to to show love to somebody when it should be every day. Oh, I but, like that <laughs> but if if you do anything, go out the day after make it a a day to go out buy heavily discounted chocolates <laughs> i love, <laughs> I love that. Get the leftovers. It won't be busy that day or anything. Yeah, you're absolutely Pro tip. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. And let's go to Carla. Hi, Carla. Yes. Carla, what do you do to celebrate Valentine's Day? We have a tradition that I'm very proud of. We go to the Electric Fetus, which is the best record store in the entire world. Agreed. And it's a good one. There's other good ones, too. Well, that's true. But, and buy each other albums. Oh, uh, And sometimes we nearly miss each other, but we have never bought the same album. That is oh, so Oh, that's cute. so adorable. I and love then, it. And then do you exchange them and then sit and listen to them together? Yes, we do. Oh, do you make that.
1: dinner or do you just do nibbles or what do you do?
0: Well, that depends on whether it's in the middle of the week or not. So, um, We usually try to go out to dinner. Yeah. But the albums are the big deal. I love that that. idea.
1: I like the tradition. That's a wonderful idea. Thanks
0: for sharing, Carla. Um,
1: Jessica sent us an email. Did you see that? Yeah. She says, my husband and I started a tradition about 10 years ago, and we love it because we can continue to do the same thing, even though we have a six year old and a two-year-old now we make heart-shaped meatloaf with baked potatoes okay that's
0: so cute Aww. also do, so one year you know papa murphy's is i always get them confused is that the take, take and bake and make. they make heart-shaped pizzas so i thought okay i screwed up i forgot valentine's day i should do something for the kids and for my husband so i went to the papa murphy's to grab one of them shape those uh, heart-shaped pizzas uh, what <laughs> and they they did they were too busy so if you you're going to get busy, they like didn't have like oh, they were out? everybody. Yeah. So
1: if you want one of those, do it now,
0: order it now
1: or make your own. Doesn't like Pizza Hut do heart. Didn't we get one of those ones? I don't know. For like cheat day? I feel like we did. Did we? Yeah.
0: I also did it think have hot dogs on it or like
1: pizzas are just disturbing. Why? Because how do you divide that up? Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to say it. What? I just, that's so, that's, that is, I should have known that you would have said that because you're the person who has pizza
1: stress. I have pizza stress. I know.
0: It's true. So So I feel like you just get your own heart-shaped pizza. It's all good.
1: I like the idea.
0: There you go. Good for the heart. Well. Or bad. Depends. Whatever. Okay. Probably not good for the heartburn.
1: um, Do you, so you're just going to do.
0: I don't even know. There's this piece of me that thinks the maybe you should he like maybe has a reservation. I don't even know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe Does I'll he one of those. I he surprise you usually. I we probably talked about it. We talk about a lot of things though. <laughs> and I don't remember all of it. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, Aww, how about this? We have
0: to keep track of a lot of things, so I just don't remember if we have a reservation. all. Yeah.
1: Well. So hopefully you'll be doing something.
0: You know, <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah.
1: You can always go to like Super America, get a donut or something, and share it. Aww. They probably have like a heart cookie or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, or some sweet tarts. Aww. Hey, um, when we come back, should we talk about Harvey Weinstein? Doesn't that sound like fun? No, really, it doesn't. But we need to because we haven't really talked about this together as a family because you know our schedules are kind of all over the place. And his trial uh, has been underway now for over a week. Yeah. And that there have been quite a few developments, and we need to get to them. And I know you've got some details on some of the um, witnesses. We'll get to that when we come back right here on my talk When Believe it or not, the Harvey Weinstein trial continues. That's good news for the victims who've had their say, a few of them anyway. And Colleen's got all the latest on who and what they're saying. You're listening to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071, about 16 minutes after the two o'clock hour as we roll through our last hour of today, Tuesday, January 28th. Good afternoon, Colleen. Yes. Thanks for keeping track of this because we haven't really talked uh, or kept up with, at least on the show, the Harvey Weinstein trial in New York.
0: We haven't been uh, really keeping on top of it. We've mentioned it a couple times, and I know that right before the trial started, I talked about what kinds of things. To expect that included things like who would be testifying and likely what Harvey Weinstein's uh, defense would be, what their strategy would be. Yeah. Um, And you see some of that play out, actually, when when we talk about the testimony of Annabella. Is it Shora? Shora.
1: Okay, I I only know that because we looked that up last week, the pronunciation, because it's spelled like C-O-R-A. Right. Yeah.
0: But, uh, but you know, it was really, in, what, what is interesting about, so in her testimony, she very emotionally told the story of how, um, how Harvey Weinstein kind of tried to lure her in. And even though she did, wasn't interested in having a sexual relationship with him, how he forced himself on her and how, and this is the thing I think is important, she didn't, in her mind... Rape was something that happened between strangers and it happened violently. Yeah. And this was a person that she knew and she was having a professional working relationship with. And so that was part of what informed her ability or inability at the time to process what had happened. So she told the story and she told it very emotionally on the stand. And I bet you could guess how Harvey Weinstein's attorneys came back at it.
1: Like you wanted this, you engaged in it. You probably sent him some emails saying he was an awesome dude, or had a relationship with him past this particular experience. So if it was rape, why were you talking to him?
0: And what? What also? What? The, yes. And they also went the route of you're an actress, right?
1: And so you're so, acting
0: exactly, which is just you know you know that that's going to happen. You know they're going to have to use some dirty tricks to try to get their way. But it is so frustrating and aggravating when you are listening to the story of a woman who's been traumatized, and that is the response to it. But it's also so indicative of how people respond to people's rape stories to begin with.
1: And, you know, the reason I started giving you, like, chapter and verse is because I actually remember there was a woman, so there are two women right now whose cases... Are being um, they're the foundation for the case against exactly. Harvey Weinstein, right? And I'll
0: get to the second one in just a second.
1: But there was a third woman who was actually the first, I believe, to pursue charges, or was the first to be selected as part of this trial. Yep that that she was believed to be the first person to have um, an actual prosecutable allegation against Harvey Weinstein. She ended up being removed from the case because a friend alleged friend an acquaintance uh person that she knew said that she confided in the friend that um she willingly engaged in sexual contact with harvey weinstein which the victim said she absolutely did not do so she was not sure why the the quote friend said that but because of that they removed her from this case and uh, but even before that happened they were planning for Harvey Weinstein's uh, defense team to come at her because there were emails back and forth right. where she was saying nice things to Harvey. Right. And people say, well, if you were raped by somebody and I don't want to go into the details of what her rape allegations were, but they were pretty horrific. And you can totally see how he was successful for decades because he didn't grab a woman in the park at night, throw her to the ground and forcibly have sex with her. Right. But what he did, he
0: groomed her to a degree.
1: Yeah. And, but then ultimately what he did was beyond her physical control at the moment that it happened. And she, in a moment finished a sex act or participated in a sex act because that's all the prosecution is going to focus or the defense is going to focus on. Um, you know, they had to plan all these different ways to point out why that was still rape and the fact that a victim has to be re-traumatized and then has to strategize her own defense for the indefensible or, well, not the indefensible, but you know what I'm saying, Yes, right? She was put in this position and then ultimately... They said, oh, because there's this question about whether or not you were... Because you can see after the fact, you feel horrible. You're humiliated. You did something that you think you don't know. Maybe you had a part in. Like, did you give him some sort of indication that this was the behavior you wanted? Did you put yourself in this? Like, she had done all of that shame. And you can totally see where somebody would then try to, like, cover the tracks of, like, oh, no, I meant for that to happen. Because you can't accept that ultimately you were a victim in that way. So you understand why the pro- the defense is so able to then just, you know. Take
0: a wrench and just, yeah, exactly. S-
1: you just make the situation worse.
0: Well, and, you know, and I, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. This is why I think it's so important to actually sit down. And we don't have the time to go through it to the degree that, you know, that 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 other publications will but i want people to actively seek out the stories of these women who are testifying against harvey weinstein because i think that especially if you especially if you are a person who says why didn't they report it sooner they should have done xyz because you think that you've put yourself in the position of a woman who's been sexually assaulted and you would do x y or z that you especially should be making sure that you set aside time to read through these testimonies because you will begin to understand the ex- the actual mind bleep that that experience puts on a woman because to your point bradley the very first thing that they do is go what did i do to give the indication that maybe i was willing to participate because we've
1: all been in those situations to a much different scale like if you have not been sexually assaulted if you have you certainly know but even if you've never been sexually assaulted if you've been in a situation where somebody came on to you in an inappropriate way you would think and i've had this happen in my life yes where people have sent me things and i go did I give that person some indication right. that I wanted that in that uh, thing from them? Mm-hmm. No, but y- because that's we're just people, we internalize things.
0: Yes, humans are complicated. Uh, so the second there, the, the second woman who you were referring to, Bradley, is a woman who goes by the name Mimi Haley. Her real name is Miriam Haley, um, and she was a, a production assistant. On Project Runway, which is produced by Harvey Weinstein, was produced by Harvey Weinstein. And she tells the story of how she was sort of lured by uh, Harvey Weinstein and then forced to have sex with him. And it is a it is a gruesome, horrible, violent story. Um, and she talks about the fact that um, she was having her time of the month mm-hmm. and that he was forcing himself into certain areas mm-hmm. of her body and the shame that that put on her and again like this all comes with a trigger warning by the way which you should have said earlier but this is these are stories that people need to hear and this is why we wanted him to have his moment in court so that these women's voices could be heard. Mm-hmm. And so it is incumbent upon everybody to actually then listen to the voices so that you can really get an accurate idea of what people's actual complaints against and are. And here's
1: ultimately, I think, you know, these particular stories, in addition to the specific ones and why they led to the prosecution, there are so many more other stories that for, because of, you know, timing, alone could not be a part of this case because mm-hmm. there are literally, you know, something Hundreds. like a hundred women or something, a yes. hundred you know, accounts of different levels. And the the thing that will get you in the end is that almost to a story they share very common traits, which tells you that this is this is a person who had, you know, a level of Problem. Yes,
0: a ce- this is a serial that you
1: cannot overlook.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what are we doing? Bradley? Crazy,
1: stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things right here on My Talk 1071. Sunshine, what? Oh my God, I'm so excited. I hope that's true. In the meantime, in between time, you're going to have to settle for a fresh batch of. Crazy ass people. Crazy stupid idiots. In fact, should we change the change name on the Colleen and Bradley show to like crazy ass know. idiots? No. no. Okay. Crazy stupid idiots. It'll be here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Thanks for joining us. Let's get right to the fun, man. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and
0: Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid
1: Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of...
0: Florida. And sometimes other places. Where are we going first? Florida. We're going to Florida. Okay. We're going to Largo, Florida, where uh, Sylvia Shoemaker, she's 69 years old, was arrested on Friday... For misuse of the nine one one system. Oh man! Why do you think she was uh, calling nine one one when she shouldn't have been?
1: My hamburger's overcooked. No. My pizza never got ordered. No. My drugs never
0: arrived. No, but all have been done before.
1: <laughs> yeah, this this is a tale as old as time.
0: Sylvia well, anyway. needed some assistance in a certain area of her life and oh, thought the no Thought the nine one one system could be helpful to her. She wanted to know how to go about getting a divorce. Oh. Also, <laughs> was
1: her husband like attacking her with no. like a bat? No, she okay, just
0: wanted to know how to go about filing uh, for a divorce. She had some non criminal complaints about her husband. I don't know things like he probably picks like his nose and he flicks leaves it the up. toilet seat up. Yeah. Doesn't put his dishes in the dishwasher. The standard stuff. Uh, but she wanted to know, how do I go about getting a divorce? She didn't just call once. She called repeatedly. Finally, 911 uh, sent the police out to her residence early Friday morning at about 1.50 a.m. And that's where they found an extremely intoxicated oh. Sylvia Shoemaker.
1: Oh, looky Lou.
0: They charged her with misuse of the 911 system.
1: Did they arrest her? Yes. And put her in the jail.
0: Yes. And charged her with the misuse of the 911 system. But also, I would like to offer to people, if it's something you can Google, just go ahead and Google it.
1: Yeah. Unless it's like, how do I save my life as I'm (coughs) trying to survive
0: choking on a piece of cold? Oh, sorry. Do you think I'm going to die?
1: No, I don't think so. You should Google it, though. Don't call 911, because I would be afraid that they would arrest you. Yeah, just go down a WebMD spiral like the rest of us. That's how I roll. Or go to one of them fake uh, health websites that look like they're health websites, but they're really not. And they're like, you probably have uh, some sort of terminal
0: illness. Or they'll be like, just take four gallons of cilantro oil.
1: (laughs) Or apple cider vinegar.
0: Mm. Or sniff your peppermint oil.
1: You know, exactly, Which mm-hmm. was synthetically made and, you know, but it's natural That's and will cure yet. your chronic disease. Okay, well, okay. we have issues. All right, <laughs> can we move on? Yes. I want to move us uh, a little bit further north to Waukesha, which is actually right around the corner in from
0: Wisconsin, w- from
1: Wisconsin, where my ma grew up uh, just down the street from Waukesha. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, in Waukesha, Wisconsin, there is a story that I need to tell you. And it involves a big-ass wiener. A big-ass wiener. Excuse me? Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Is there a difference? No. Okay. (laughs) This is actually a wiener. (laughs) And uh, this is a story you're not going to relish, Colleen.
0: Oh, that kind of wiener. That's cute.
1: (laughs) See what I did there? It's actually a big-ass wiener. I mean, it's
0: hard for me to catch up with you, but go ahead.
1: Is that a joke or a diss? I don't know. I can't catch up with you. Oh, God. Uh, now who's slow? Man, I'm really ticked at myself for not catching that one. Uh, okay, so I would try to do another one, but I'm just going to tell the story. You can't talk that
0: one. That's why.
1: KO. <laughs> Um pip, I'm in a on, real pickle here, kids. Hey, you know. That worked. I think that worked. Okay. Back to the Wienermobile. <laughs> okay. The actual Wiener Mobile, you guys. So um it turns out that somebody was driving the Wienermobile over the weekend in Waukesha and was doing some shenanigans.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of shenanigans can you get into with the Wienermobile? Well, it's
1: a 27-foot sausage, man. So, you, can, mean, all, you can get into all sorts of trouble, okay? A- apparently. Hey. Okay. Anyway, what had happened was there was a move violation. So, um, I don't know what that was. Maybe speed or something? Um Oh, I know what it was. It was the no pass thing. So, apparently, oh. the Wienermobile was in the left lane and not going fast enough. Oh. And so, the Wienermobile literally got pulled over. Can you imagine pulling over a 27-foot sausage? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, really? Tell me more. There's
0: a story there. Turns
1: out the sheriff's deputies said that they did grill the driver.
0: Ha! Oh, that's cute.
1: Uh... And, um, luckily, um, you know, everything was fine and they ended up just telling him to make sure he passes the gases. How much gas do you think they got in a 27 foot sausage? I, don't know. I just want to know how, like,
0: how fast does that hog go? You know, like, wow. How, I mean, can it top like 75 miles per hour? Um, That's a big wiener to be hauling
1: around. That is a big wiener. Yeah, I'm just looking at him pulling over the wiener. This just looks hilarious. <laughs> he was given a verbal wiener warning um, because he wasn't following. They have a whole law. Didn't we just get a law ourselves, the move over law?
0: I feel like, yeah.
1: I think that went into effect last year, actually. December. Yeah, well, people
0: are not abiding by it. Yeah, I think that one went in effect at the same time as the no
1: cell phone law did. Which nobody follows, I'm by telling the way. You both
0: of those laws.
1: I would just like to encourage law enforcement officials in both uh, Minneapolis and Saint Paul, because that's where I do most of my driving. In
0: all jurisdictions, please, to Thank get you. on
1: it, uh, because I've seen a lot of scoff laws.
0: It's so frustrating. Yeah. Put your phone down and don't drive slow in the left lane. It's that easy, y'all. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> well, <laughs> next we want to visit uh, New Jersey. Yay! And that's where we meet Joseph P. Doobie,
1: (laughs) Joe P. Doobie, Joe P. Doobie. (laughs) What's Joe P. Doobie doing? Well,
0: he's um, standing outside in his yard um, with his junk hanging out. And
1: okay, what? It's
0: possible that what really got people's attention hotly is that he was um, he was using his junk.
1: Was he polishing his silverware?
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Ew.
0: But it, that is gross, and that's disgusting. That's nasty. It's nasty, and we don't Can you support p- that behavior. Can you paint
1: a picture? I mean, was it like he was just like, it was a sunny day, and he just wanted to get some sun on that area?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you why he said he had that thing out in the first place. Okay. But how much of the picture do you want painted? He was out in the yard. He was wearing
1: basketball shorts. He, oh, I don't, I think basketball shorts are kind of skeezy. I mean, especially like if you're an old man and you're wearing basketball shorts, I just feel like and not
0: playing basketball. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. He had the mesh shorts on, uh, and he had, uh, released the Kraken. Exactly. <laughs> and he, anyway, the police showed up, um, because you're not supposed po- to do that. Ew! And ew. when he asked why he was doing that, he said that his groin area was dry. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. what? he was applying lotion.
1: Oh, ew! Mm. Uh, okay, I got news for you. Mm. Of the chapped body parts. Mm-hmm. Typical for the human body. Mm-hmm. It's not one of them. Because I don't know if you know this. It is not exposed to the emolence.
0: Well, he was saying actually it wasn't that part. It was the um like, you know, at the end of the semester at school, you maybe what? have to take a test. test?
1: <laughs> oh.
0: It, it was, was specifically that part. The boo <laughs> That were
1: Chafed? Okay,
0: so f- for example, if you have a steak but it hasn't been cooked yet. Oh. what Rare? Would,
1: mm. Raw. Oh, so, so he had some raw boo? <laughs> what was he doing with his boobles for boo?
0: Can't you just put some Vaseline on that? That's <laughs> the problem. Are you doing a lot of jumping jacks in that. the new? I, don't know. I mean, Think that that's actually what was going on. This was just his
1: excuse. Oh, okay. Remember? I think I would have thought that went all the way through. Also, like there are so many places that you can provide nourishment or moisturizer to yeah, that part a of lot, your body. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of like indoors.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's all. Wow. He was arrested in
1: decent exposure, Mister Doobie. Boop and boobies. Okay. Um, chopey dooby. Chopy do, chopey doobie. Shooby dooby. Shooby dooby. He was doing the shooby doobie. <laughs> Ouch. Can you imagine? I just okay, here's the thing. I'm not trying to, you know, <clears throat> expose people to things they don't want to see, but okay. I do just wonder what that would be like if you were walking through the world and have you ever happened upon a surprise penis? Yes. Mm, How? It's
0: terrible. There were basketball shorts. Mm. It's a sad story. I was young. I was like literally like seven, oh, maybe six or ew, seven. Okay, oh, on the way to the bus stop. Oh, it's not. Yeah, it was not a good. Oh, situation. did the person know that it was a surprise? Yeah, it was uh, an intentional surprise. Oh. So that
1: means it wasn't a surprise. That means it was.
0: It was a surprise to me.
1: Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought I would have a different conversation uh, now. You wanted a fun conversation. Well, no, I'm just saying, like at the uh, me walking down the street, going to Target, and you what? I don't even know that I would recognize what was going on at first because I think, like, have you ever had a friend? Okay, we're not going to do this story now. We'll just come back. Hey, um, when we come back, should we do the throwback live at two forty-five? Do that. All right, we'll be right back.